Sick. Sick. Well, what should we talk about? Friends? How are we? Like, first well, of all, I want to. I want to hear about your job. Yeah. Oh, I haven't started yet. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, okay. I start next week. Um, I've got two. I had like two weeks here. Fem's already at work. Um, but I start on Monday with like onboarding. So I tell you next week. This week I'm just chilling. Like chilling. I am. Oh, hello, cat. Um, he's just walking around doing that ever since we moved here. It's like, where am I? Yeah, Marco does that too sometimes. It's yeah. really weird when he's not in the it's living ghosts. room and I'm not with him. He's like, kind of yeah. like, hello. Yeah, big howl. And then you're like, hello. hello. And he comes up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh but yeah, he's actually settled in okay. Finally online now. That's the worst part, actually, is the first week you're like sitting in your house and you can't even like watch Netflix because like there's no internet. Yeah burned through so much data when i moved here yeah moved into our apartment i was like well we're just gonna hook the apple tv up to my phone yeah exactly <laughs> but in europe that's doable here they're like it's 50 dollars a gig fuck you yeah <laughs> anyway well, google fi yeah yeah exactly but um cool let's okay. just uh start and then so, what topics are good uh peloton ipo oh and then um so blev is going to university, going back mm-hmm. to school. And um, so she had entry week last week. And so we ended up hanging out with a lot of her classmates. You know, mm-hmm. they put everybody in like little cohorts. So they like get to know a group of people yeah. before they go into class. So they just like have people in their giant lecture hall they know. And so we're hanging out. We had them all over our place. We're hanging out with like, I don't know, like 16 people. And they're all like 18 to 20 year olds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're playing like a, a, I don't know, it's a phone based like game where everyone goes around and answers questions. And so the game like randomly picks someone in the room and then asks a question. And then it, you have to do drinks. And it was like, it was for everybody. And the question yeah. was, uh, drink if you have a Twitter account. And I start drinking beer and nobody else's. And everyone's staring at me <laughs> and and go, you have a Twitter account? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and I was like, yeah. And they were like, you are old. <laughs> so I just want to like throw that out there that like Instagram and Snapchat rule that age group. Fuck. And these are people like not everybody was Dutch. There were like people from different places. Nobody wow. was on Twitter. Wow. So really interesting. Have you seen this thing that's going around this week that's like um, uh, Twitter, if you sign up now, you can't even choose your username? Like, So I, I have created a couple of Twitter accounts recently yeah. for side projects. Yeah, you have to, as soon as you set it up, and you, you have to go edit your profile. It's so fucking dumb. Apparently, the default username is like Owen Williams, one nine name, and you're like, I, yeah. don't, get, I don't get it. No one like, wants that. logic is so stupid. Twitter is just going to kill itself. Like that's exactly the perception problem they have is like, I think people, everyone uses other RSS reader, like other than us. I just, Dude, I just RSS think- reader is even older than this shit. Yeah. And better. There were less Nazis on there. <laughs> oh my God. There's less Nazis everywhere than Twitter. <laughs> do you want me to, yeah, do me start? if you like. No, you or can do, do it, do and it. then next week I'll I'll do it. It's a little echoey here, uh, but the noise will go away soon too, which is good. Hey, 
You're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 116. A podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and with me are... Frederico Monte. Owen Williams. Hey. Hey, Owen's back. back. In the hood, under the hood, something. Under the hood, not in the same hood. <laughs> yeah, no, not even at all. Well, uh, thanks for doing two podcasts while I was gone. Did you listen to them? I have not listened to them, but I know that you said <laughs> at the start. I know that you said at the start, Owen doesn't listen to them. That's how far in I got. No, I um, I'm I w- talked about this in the chat with you both, but I'm excited to listen because I have a commute now. Like, I actually don't think I listened to many podcasts for the last two, three years because I didn't leave my house. <laughs> like, oh. Like, I listen to them when I cook, but it's just like, I don't know you know you get through one podcast so i have such a backlog of shows i want to listen to yeah it's better it's better listening when you're recycling yeah cycling or like uh well here i wouldn't do it cycling but uh like on the streetcar or something i totally do it and so i'm kind of i don't want to commute but i'm excited to have it just for that that part i recently leveled up to like end game um listening to things on my bike i now <laughs> And oh, one no. of those dickheads that's listening on their noise cancelling headphones while cycling. Oh my, oh god. my god. But only in Amsterdam can you do this shit without like completely dying. <laughs> well, I have moved to Toronto. I am talking to you from a very echoey ish room. So give us the weather update. Um it's very hot and sunny here. It's like twenty five, I think, today. Yeah, it's gonna be twenty five. It's hot, it's nice. Um I think it's like an extended summer this year, but yeah, my house has like very little in it. This was the room I'm in is like the TV room, uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, But it has the only like piece of furniture in it that basically that we have. (laughs) So it's the least echoey. Anyway, so that's the Toronto update. What is happening in tech? Wait, what's the weather here? Oh, what is the weather there? Um, I haven't been outside yet, but it was raining just, just now. It's like 16 degrees. Like, I mean, autumn has started, guys. Oh it's time gosh. to light those candles. It's time to get the cozy blankets out again. It's time for the sweaters. It's time for the turtlenecks. Ooh. I'm so excited. That I'm wearing slippers inside and just chilling. I put a rug under my desk. Yeah. So I can put ah! my feet on something that keeps my feet warm. And I want that too now. That sounds great. Living the life. Hell yeah. Hey, um, update in the computer land from Ooh. here. <laughs> I still love my computer. It's great. Um, I bought a mechanical keyboard today because um, it is like I'm working on a Mac t- keyboard right now. And it's oh, very wow. confusing to not have the Windows keys on your um, on your keyboard. And I've been wanting one of those nerdy keyboards for a while now. So I caved. So what did you get? Are you going to get I one? Got, I'm, no, I bought one. Oh, you did buy one. one. Which one? I got a Vortex Race 3. Ooh, sounds intense. It's really cute. Okay, um, I, will post, I, I will post it in the Discord. Please so do. You guys know which one. Oh, I actually already posted it in there. Oh, really? <laughs> Sick. Yourself channel. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So you're going to be like clackety-click on the next episode? No, because I I got like the, the red switches. I did a lot of research. There is a lot of... Uh, guys who make like little tester keyboards oh, right, yeah. and then they they make videos on youtube it's like the best accidental asmr i've ever seen yeah it's so good yeah it's just a guy with like a tiny 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 keyboard basically with like 
eight keys or something and he will yeah. just like click them like <laughs> i mean so there's people that click it's them more satisfying YouTube. on a mech keyboard than uh, on a mech mechanical keyboard right. wow than on a Wait. mech keyboard but it's oh, so good he does asmr with his keyboard accidental asmr oh, oh okay but it is so asmr Anyway, I did a lot of research on keys and I got really relaxed doing it because everything sounds so ASMR-y. And I, I ended up getting the uh, um, the red keys, which are linear keys for all the nerds out there that love mechanical keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> this is so... This is reds reds are a popular choice for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're very popular for gaming, but the thing is they also... Uh, need the, the least amount of force to push them and as i have like very small hands and very tiny fingers that's mm-hmm. something that i that i'm really gonna enjoy i feel yeah you sick. also have a mech keyboard right i have one yeah um i don't have it right now I, like most of my stuff is still <laughs> still on the way um oh, of course. i went i went to get out my computer because i bought my desktop and my checked baggage which is hilarious uh but it's that small <laughs> Uh, which is really cool and it arrived safe but um i went to like play a game on it the other day on the tv that i bought and um then i was like shit i literally have no keyboard so i couldn't log into it (laughs) so sad but yeah i have one i have the ducky one um which is like an entry level one Uh, i think it's mx browns but it's it's clacky but i love it i mean i would probably i have stopped myself from getting into keyboards because the it's a slippery slope I love it though. It's really cute and it's really fun and it's kind of light. And there's a lot of like people that love like cute shit, which I think is really fun. It's I have, kind I have of a, a take nice... on this um, that is like, it's the antithesis of like everything that's going on with like computers, you know, like they're all like black or silver now. You don't get much in terms of customization and keyboards, I think is like the new that's expression. Yeah. Yeah. And that's perfect because my computer is under my desk anyway. You know what I mean? Right. And I love it though. It's like it's so cool because you can change anything you want. Like it's 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 beautiful. There there's a couple um, computer hardware events going on right now. IFA, uh, Intel, Intel Computex, and IFA. Um, and there have been some pretty crazy ones. That ASUS one or ASUS one oh, that I yeah. tweeted about, where they've got leather on it, and it's got this pearl. Actually, and... high half the time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um yeah it's their 30th anniversary thing and lenovo just had their 50th anniversary thing so everyone's doing like crazy weird laptops a lot with dual screens um wow the zenbook line has some interesting stuff where like the trackpad is a screen or they've got the zenbook now where the top half of the keyboard is a screen and the keyboards shifted down with the trackpad to the right can i tell you there's some i spill a secret that i uh never put on my blog but i tried two asus laptops um that i wanted like they wanted me to review and they were so shit that i sent them back without reviewing them like it wasn't even worth it like yeah, the only thing I could have th- thought of think of writing is like, wow, plastic shit. Like, <laughs> um, I think it appeals to a certain kind of person. Um, but I was really surprised by like, I think because they make so many models, like a lot of them are just kitschy. Um, man, I was not impressed. But yeah, there is did a lot of weird stuff coming out of them, which is cool. Did you see their precog laptop? Oh, no. Which is, I think, named after my minor- Minority Report. Oh, like that's, but it's it's two touchscreen panels <laughs> of course it's it, a, it folds like a book oh yeah it, that's the prototype that they keep 
trotting out, but they haven't shipped yet. It's and, out. Oh, it's out now? Well, yeah, it hasn't shipped yet. Yeah. But, I mean, they, like, launched it on stage at an event. Well, so that's interesting because the big rumor that's kicking around right now is that because Microsoft is planning an October Surface event, um, apparently the big unveil there is going to be a folding, like a dual screen surface as well, um, which is really interesting. It's like, I think it's the fruits of project Andromeda is what they were calling it, but it's like, do you remember the courier, which is like a famous, Oh my God. I wanted a courier more than anything. Yeah. It's this abandoned, like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like a, it was a concept rendered, rendered concept from like 10 years yeah, ago but they actually built it, it, was, it was like a notebook yeah it was like a notebook yeah where, and there were two sides and a pen mm-hmm. and you could fold it both little. ways and it was really cool and weird um apparently that's really the genesis for this new device which apparently won't come out until next year but you're starting to see all these folding phones trickle out uh out of nowhere like uh, sorry foldable laptops as well and i think that's going to be big next year Here's here's my question. Yet another close person in my life is switching from Mac to Windows, which wow. is great. This is like the eighth person I know. So it's really happening. Um, my question is, is eight gigs enough RAM for a Windows computer? Mm, it's not. An, I would always 16 if you can. So if you 16 on the Surface laptop, you have to also get the Core i7 and double the storage space. Classic play. And so if you go from 8 gigs to 16 gigs, because you have to add all those other things, you pretty much almost double the price of the laptop. Yeah, Yeah. I was looking at, I had the same problem because I was looking at the laptop because it comes in black, it's nice. It seems maybe a cool like future replacement of the MacBook that I have right now. But I also bumped in this, into the same problem basically because I was like eight might not be enough but if you do the 16 option then the computer is like almost as expensive as a macbook yeah it's yeah it, ram is tough but I would say that you'll you'll hit the top of eight pretty quick um open okay here's here's a good experiment for you is like um maybe freddie should do it sometime but like if you just open chrome open 10 websites and check your memory I bet it's like at least eight my my HP children's Chromebook that I bought, the like Chromebook for education, <laughs> yeah. it's got four gigs of RAM in yeah. it. And if I search for too many GIFs in Twitter, the screen goes black and it just shuts off. What? <laughs> that is the saddest. The GIFs all load into RAM. <laughs> oh my God, that's beautiful. It's probably, yeah, yeah like it's, um, it's, it's probably like on purpose a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> No gifts for you. I have to, I have to, um, if I'm editing the podcast and soundtrack on it, I have to do five minutes and then restart. No. Wow. So I I don't. On my Surface book, I have 16 gig standard, but um, I am only running Telegram and like Zencaster and I'm already at six. So I think that's like tight. It's it's doable. Like a corporate laptop would be the six, the eight gig model, you know, like that's probably what like any corporate would order, but it just. It doesn't give you I mean, much headroom. This person is going to have 10 Chrome tabs, Spotify, PowerPoint. All right, you're Word. a header dog. <laughs> I could open Damn. PowerPoint right now and I bet, I, I think I have it. I actually don't know. I've never opened it. Let's see. Uh, let's see if it's I just, have it. Yeah, 
That's tough, you know, because it it's like it's, doubles the price. It's it's well, really the okay. Apple thing that they do as well. Like it's like how Apple has that model that's like really cheap and it's like 128 gigs of storage. It's just like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's not usable really. But no. I think I think this one is actually usable, but it's more of a like, are you gonna be like just working in Word and maybe having Spotify open yeah. or like, uh, but I, I don't know. I kind of like it if a computer is a little bit future proof. And yeah. I do think that uh, Microsoft does the same thing as Apple in a uh-huh. way where you can't upgrade the laptops anymore. Yeah, everybody's gluing their shit in, that's for sure. Okay, so I opened yeah. PowerPoint and Spotify because it was the example you gave and I've hit seven now. So. <laughs> Uh, and it's with one Chrome tab, which I love that like Chrome tabs is my measurement of like, is it chonky? Like, <laughs> how, how can you, how can you even see these specs? Task manager, right click the task bar, task manager. Um, it's under performance windows chat. <sighs> anyway. So, uh, that's really interesting. I think like, it's interesting that more people are buying windows. I think a lot of, I see a lot of surface laptops here in Canada. Um, and I think it's maybe cause there's a, um, like a Microsoft store here in Toronto, but like I have a feeling that they've advertised really well to the student population because like this surface laptops always in cafes here. And I think that it's, they look cool. Like the fabric and like the, the lid look cool. Um, they're pretty small and light. I don't know. It, I, I like, I like that they've kind of, they stole Apple's own thing from them in a way. Right. Like, yeah, except it's, it's like, it's cheap. It works great for everybody. It's it's appealing. Like appealing used to be different things, like aesthetics change. But right. Apple's aesthetics have maintained pretty consistently. I mean, we lost the glowing logo on the back for some thinness. R.I.P. So they look a little different, yeah. and they've anodized them a little bit different. But you know, it's pretty much the same look. I mean, Microsoft came from they- nowhere with Surface. The Surface stuff, like it was cute and weird with the Surface Pro for a while, and then like Surface Book and Surface Laptop dropped, and everyone's like, "What? This is I think cool. they have a br- a branding problem." Yeah, they, because they the Surface Laptop Two is the equivalent of a MacBook Air. Yeah, it's the same situation. Yeah, but. Uh, looking at the list of all the different surface devices, if you listen to that episode where Frederick and I are talking mm-hmm. about them, I we're going down the list of the different surface names, and I'm getting them completely wrong. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the book, confusing. the book is the cheap one, and then the laptop is the like yeah, nicer yeah. one, and then the pro is obviously the pro, but that's wrong. Yeah. like you would assume it goes book then laptop, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, yeah, that is weird. I think the Surface Book is just the problem. Like they should just rename it the Surface Detachable or like something more obvious and then you'd be fine like the well the pro is confusing too i think it's because they the pro was the first one and it is the corporate high-end one but it just doesn't make any sense anymore like yeah i don't know it should be laptop tablet detachable <laughs> higher well, up speaking of, <laughs> well yeah i was just looking at buying the service laptop and the office 365 it's like do you want home or personal and i'm like what <laughs> office 365 call it family yeah call it family instead of home family and personal you know like, money for that shit right like it's i think it comes with a year for free oh, if you buy the right. laptop from them yeah because i just I think that's book has buy powerpoint it on it I, I didn't i've never used it but it's there yeah interesting i wish they had uh surface all access in this country oh yeah that's their like subscription-y thing right yeah because the surface laptop is like 25 bucks a month wow and it's like, I would do that in a heartbeat. Huh. 
interesting well let us know what you decide the surface event is on october 5th i think so it's a month second. oh second oh. yeah it's a month from now um i'm very curious to see if they refresh like surface book because i've got the surface book two and it's about two years old now um and there's like a few there's this it's one of those machines that's like got three annoying problems kind of thing i think that one looks kind of chunky yeah it is a chunky one but Do it's also honest? a powerhouse like it's the one that you buy if you're like editing videos Okay, but it's not. I I want it. I want it to be prettier. I want yeah. it to be black. I want it to be pretty. Then I will buy it. Oh, they have a black one. <laughs> so if you go to the Dutch store on yeah. Microsoft's website, next to the Surface Pro, the Surface Laptop, the Surface Go, and the Surface Studio, so everything but the book and the hub, it says "new" in giant capital letters. Really? New, but it's like the Surface oh, Go. Oh no! It's two years they old. refreshed a lot of that hardware mid-year. They did the like classic Apple thing. Um, where but so should i will it be new next week or in one month too with like new new stuff uh it depends on the <laughs> like, device silly yeah it really depends on the device but yeah this is classic it's like if you go to apple at the moment it says new it said new for a long time next to the macbook yeah they just but it's just because they bumped up and i don't know if that's actually new i always find it a bit disingenuous one more question yes. what what accessories from microsoft are worth it uh i i like the service i have the surface mobile mouse it's one with like the magical new connecting stuff. It's like their equivalent of the magic mouse, I guess. But um, is this wait the mobile mouse or the arc mouse? The mobile mouse. Uh, it's just like a. Okay. It looks like it's almost the shape of like a um, a magic mouse. Uh, it doesn't have any of those like gestures or anything. But what is cool about it is there's no pairing bullshit. Like you push and hold the power button, and it just like comes up on your screen. Instant connect to sw- Surface Mouse or whatever. And you can just tap it, and boom, you're in. Like it's it's actually like pretty useful <laughs> um i don't know i like that i don't think you need the pen unless there's a specific reason uh, yeah. that's it the nice thing is you'll get a magsafe with that yeah i was it's a bummer because it doesn't have a USB-C. right yeah they have that like well that's the big thing that i wonder if they'll do that at the event in a month yeah because yeah, that that's been the largest criticism of their stuff lately is like the Surface Book has USB-C, but like they release new versions of the Pro and laptop and it didn't have it. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Good times. Anyway. Sorry to spend a half hour on laptops. Yeah, Just no, have lots great. of questions. It was, it was very You're interesting. Not bending next door anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, what else have we got to talk about? I'm a little bit out of the loop, actually. Um, uh, Pe- Peloton's going to IPO. Okay, Peloton. Is that the hipster bike company? <laughs> Yeah, so it's an in-home exercise bike, yeah. which is normally not a tech product, uh-huh. but it's got a giant tablet <laughs> on it as the control, oh, and um, you can join live uh, streaming uh, like um, Soul Cycle classes. Oh. Soul Cycle is a brand, so like, but there's a cycling coach, and there there's a, a camera. Oh my god. There's a webcam so they can specifically shout you out and say, like, keep it up or like, don't slack, don't sit, you know, oh or whatever. Um, and uh, uh, it's interesting because it's such a premium product. It costs thousands of dollars plus a monthly subscription cost wow. for the courses. Yeah. Um, That's some rich people shit right there. So, what you pay I think for the like, you pay for the subscription oh for God. the videos, the classes. Evil. So, yeah, but then you're not like gonna pay because SoulCycle is really expensive, and then their owners, the owner's owner, the like their number one investor oh. is the huge Trump supporter oh, one. Guy, so yeah. a bunch of people are boycotting them. And anyway, 
So Peloton's, this, you know, if you're saving your Soul Cycle membership, then it's cheaper, oh. you know, in the long run. But you got to keep it so up. I read the IPO doc, and it seemed like it wasn't terrible. <laughs> no, it's a pretty, it's a pretty decent business, and they've announced that uh, they're going to do a treadmill. The same situation. Okay. I feel like so it's a big tablet on a treadmill. It's evil genius. It's just like wealth extraction from people who can afford to pay a monthly subscription to not use their bike. But uh, yeah, it's, it's very Apple. Yeah. It's very like exclusionary Apple, like premium product for I, rich people. Look, I know a guy who got really fit off it. Um, and the people who have one seem to really use them. And like from what I know, and I think it, the, the price point actually helps a lot with that. I know that's like a really weird thing to say, but I think having it expensive and having it subscription actually motive it's like having a gym subscription you'll at least go or at least try it um and i think uh from what i've seen with them is the the class thing is really engaging like a lot of those stationary bikes people bought them and you know since they're rotting in your basement the amount of like it's like a meme by now in north america at least like you just buy an exercise bike use it once and it's like around but my favorite thing about peloton is there's this um insane twitter thread of uh all of their like marketing shots which is just like people putting their like peloton bikes in the middle of their like high-end living room <laughs> right because all their, Next all their marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's a competitor to peloton called mirror is that like which is the hardest <laughs> it's literally the hardest thing to find because it's such a generic word Ugh. mirror it's at mirror.co and it is a wall mirror that has a screen behind what? it what so that you can do home workout oh my God. it's not on a bike it's just like you know other types of workout in your home good morning mirror and you can train with experts you can work out with your friends what you can sync a bluetooth heart monitor so it's a lot of the same things peloton's doing and so i I honestly either imagine an acquisition here or uh, like a copycat product. Mm. I, I think this was probably on the Peloton roadmap at some point, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if this goes Fitbit of yeah. just sort of like they IPO and it's like, well, we've run out of customers. Well, the thing with Peloton that are willing to pay is like Fitbit. <laughs> Fitbit's model was always, I mean, look, subscriptions are going to kill us all, but uh, Fit, Fitbit's model was always like buy the thing once and then they have no idea how to get the cost of running the service back. At least with Peloton, it seems like those people expect to buy it and then expect to pay to get the thing. Um, and that's the problem I have with like Nest and stuff still is like, if it's not sustainable to run this service, just let me pay you money for the thermostat thing. Like, I don't know. It, it, the, if you start out with the expectation it will be free, people will expect it and then be pissed off when it goes away. So at least Peloton kind of did that the right way. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I think they will run out of people potentially. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just can't imagine paying so much money to bike in my house when there's outside. Oh. I'm uh, I'm wrong. The treadmill's out already. For oh, I think that was the first product. Tread. Tread. With Owen. Yes. Owen, something like the bike is gonna make the, for inside, right? That yeah. is gonna make way more sense when it becomes winter. Oh, yeah, I have a sure. bunch of friends in Oslo that enjoy cycling. They mm -hmm. usually go out cycling, and I mean Norway is incredible for cycling. Mm -hmm. But they also do trips all throughout Europe. But then. In the winter time, it's too cold to even go outside okay, uh, yeah. for cycling because you'll get like um, well, frostbite yeah. and everything. 
So um, this guy actually started a cycling club that is inside and they had like a bunch of like bikes where he and his friends would like take their little peloton basically inside. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I mean, an exercise bike is probably a similar price um, for like a gym to buy as like one of those units. I don't know. Well, let, let's, uh, I'm on the website now. So the bike costs 2300 US or uh, 58 per month for 39 months. And so 58 per month is like, I don't know. The, some gym memberships are a lot less than that. Some are a lot more. It really depends. Yeah. But that doesn't include the cost of the classes, the subscription. Tread is $4,295 or $180 per month for 24 months. So, that I mean, like, only, like, the LA gyms, the, like, Equinoxes cost that much money. Yeah. I mean, really, like, the premium gyms. And then digital, which is you can put the Peloton app on your iPad, smartphone, or smart TV oh, wow. and subscribe and pay for the training without owning the other products. So I guess they do compete with Mirror already <laughs> without having to buy extra hardware. Yeah. And they have cycling, running, yoga, outdoor, and strength with thousands of boutique classes. <laughs> so it's a pretty robust business for them. Uh, I'm not surprised that they're going public. It's just, what what are they going to look like in five years is a great question. Yeah. That makes sense. We will follow up with that at that point. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though, because it's like a, it's kind of like a grown-up Wii Fit. It is. Yeah, that, it I was is. thinking of that, or like that, remember when Microsoft was trying to make Connect Fit a thing? Like, with the camera, yeah. you would like do workouts. It was the only thing that people really use it for. But yeah, it really made me think of Wii Fit, but like for grownups. And I like that analogy a lot because from what I can tell is like Peloton isn't really a tech company. Like they are, but like people don't think of them that way. And I kind of like that. It's probably better for them if they don't associate with being a tech company, because then the market won't try and value them that way. Right. Oh, where's your 10 X X growth quarter over quarter. If it's just like, we're, you know, public, just like Equinox could be public and, you know, you have like monthly active users goes up a little bit each month, then yeah, they're solid. Cool. Uh, I literally have no idea what else has happened in tech in the last week. I feel like there's some big story that we haven't talked about. Like something really obvious. Someone got a $170 million fine for something, but I can't remember. Oh, that was, was. Um, Google and the YouTube copper stuff. YouTube, YouTube, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, that was that was silly, really. That was like um, $170 million fine for accidentally, in air quotes, targeting children uh, with ads. And it was because they didn't have some app, like some whatever. Um, they didn't have that parental gate that you're supposed to have for under 13s. Dude, no, that's not an accident because the kids' channels on YouTube literally make the most money of all the channels i've seen like that kid who unwraps stuff is like yeah so i there is this dutch youtuber and she's pretty big here in the netherlands and um she's like basically here to build like a media empire that's what she says in interviews and so she recently started a kids channel and everyone was like oh that's so funny oh that's so fun oh she must really like kids but i was like huh no, she really likes money. And you can <laughs> and it's really easy to advertise on kids' channels. There's a lot of like uh sponsors that are willing to do that. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah, they can 
basically a brand can't really burn themselves on being on a kids channel. Right. Yeah. Um, except for when it's one of those fucked up kids channel where they like have AIs make videos that look like something that should maybe be not there, but that's a different topic. Right. Interesting. But yeah. So it's it's very advertisable and kids usually watch the commercials. Yeah, they blindly watch devices. it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So But that's why the fine is so insulting. It's like 175 million sounds like a lot, but then they made like 35 billion last quarter, so like eh. The there's a gate for children if they click to go to normal YouTube what? and it asks them what's five times. Oh eight. my god, come <laughs> on. And it's like eleven-year-olds know what five times eight is. Eleven-year-olds know like, how to use Google to solve it. If they don't, like, yeah, jeez, I would literally just copy and paste that into Google to solve. It. Like, you know, you you could you could literally go, "Hey Alexa, what's five times eight? And that actually yeah. makes me wonder what the copper stuff is for that as well. So copper is like um, the Children's Online Protection and Privacy Act, I think. Um, it's like this horrible acronym for U.S. law. But um, I wonder about the Alexa stuff for that as well, like. Kids can just outright talk to Alexa. Like, how do they know not to data mine that? Interesting what? problem. Well, like, how do you put an age gate on a voice speaker? Yeah. And that's, it's not well, possible, happening at all. So, no. Something to think about. Um, hey, the other thing that we should talk about actually is that crazy iOS breach last week. That's the thing that I was thinking about. The one that, um, so what happened was like Google disclosed this like crazy, it was five separate iOS breaches um, that went on for the space of two years straight uh, without anybody detecting them. And I would say it's probably one of the worst breaches in the history of smartphones, <laughs> which is pretty outrageous like statement. But um, if you think about the way that it actually happened, it's even worse. So it's like uh, you just had to hit a website and boom, your phone was compromised. Like you didn't even have to click install. You just had to go to like, my favorite compromise.com and it would like instantly be in the background on your phone able to data mine your iMessage get your location in real time whatever until your next reboot which is crazy like we talked about this before didn't we uh no i don't know if i did with you but it had happened last week this is new um it's it's like there a, was something similar like this yeah, before there was where something i was just like it was like a WhatsApp thing. Oh, yeah, that, that was WhatsApp. This is like fundamental iOS thing. Like, just go to a website and that's it. Uh, you don't even need to install anything. Um, and it used something called an a, a execution chain or something like that. I can't remember the exact word right now. But um, what's really outrageous is like the way that it works. Is it like you exploit a bug to get access to another bug to get access to another bug that eventually gets you there. So it's like you exploit like 25 things. Um, it's a chain of and the things. chain of things relied on Apple's shitty development practices. So like uh, one of the examples is like they used five separate features uh, uh, that were never finished implementation and like abandoned at some point, but were left in the code base to, wow. to gain access. And it's like very telling about, I think like two years ago, it was really big, a big story. Like they didn't test their software. <laughs> like, uh and it's really telling how that stuff hadn't made it in there and like exposed them uh but the reason i wanted to bring it up is the worst part is like this is a nation state thing like i don't know if you both know about what is it the, it's the uyghur uyghur people in china i think i'm probably completely yeah they're, um but it's like a if i'm not mistaken yes they're china's 
putting in concentration Yeah, and they're like, if you see all these stories about monitoring and stuff in China and whatever, that's the people that they're targeting. Um, And these attacks that came out yesterday, that they're actually targeted at those people as well, Um, which is just crazy. Like targeting a people by getting onto their phone in such a way that all they have to do is visit a website and then like using that to like uh, commit humanitarian crimes um, is not only unprecedented, but like it's crazy that Apple actually hasn't really even said anything. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, right before we started recording, I saw this tweet by my friend, Sam, mm-hmm. and he is an iOS, he wasn't an iOS developer, but he worked in tech and um, he said something along the lines as, can you remember when we called uh, tech high tech 10 years ago yeah. and that uh, we were all so like positive about it and we were all so like <laughs> looking forward to the future and like everything flying like, cars everyone everyone was just like super pumped for everything and he's like that completely changed in 10 years and now sometimes i feel like ios developers are the new bankers <laughs> basically oh i got that's absolutely true i like that take it's the new bankers um oh, yeah it's itself. the new wall street yeah and we're, they we're, were ju- we're kind of yeah. it's kind of scary it's, it's kind of becoming more scary as well i don't know it's funny because the cop the people that i talked talk to um in the last week about my new windows computer there were quite a bunch of them that weren't like really into tech but like they use computers but that's basically how far their knowledge goes and they were like oh but like aren't you afraid of all the uh, vulnerabilities in windows right yeah well then you're like have you seen the mac OS? like that's that's the meme though that yeah I don't get is like mac is just as bad and i think there's a perception thing um yeah i think so too like everyone's like oh windows has viruses and i'm like i don't even run antivirus like it, it's not a thing anymore you just use the built-in but thing. no because you you know you know where that that whole thing comes from right what's that um it's it's basically a nineties thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, back then. Back then, there were like so few uh, Mac users that yeah. the people who were hackers couldn't be bothered to write uh, yeah, yeah. Vir- vir- viruses for uh, Mac computers. Yeah, exactly. So it was just more popular to develop viruses for Windows yeah. because everyone was on Windows. And that's the funny thing now is like I think people don't realize that that changed. Um, and like now is an appealing target. You see a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, that does target right. macOS, but like it, it's not really talked about. Um, and I also think that Windows has a virus software thing included now. Um, in yes. Pro, at least I don't know. I think it does. Yeah. But um. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Windows uh, Defender. Yeah. It's just built in. It's the same as like Gatekeeper on Mac. It's like basically the same. Right. Thing, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, a lot of stuff has changed, but the virus thing is definitely a ninety thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think right now it's more interesting for people to write viruses for phones. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like there's, it's, there's much more stuff on a phone than. Dude, computers are like a dying market. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so we're smart. I hate the yeah, that's true. I hate the idea of even like buying a new computer. Sorry, Zach, but uh, like you know, like having to choose is very stressful. I mean, you probably had this a little bit with your PC as well. It's like holy shit everything's the no, but I, what i mean is that there's just more people switching to tablets oh, yeah, or using exactly, their phones exactly. mostly. um so it's interest more interesting to write something for android oh, maybe or for ios and you can get access to a lot more yeah 
can I have a really like selfish rant for a second? Uh, yes. This is a lot less serious than like genocide in China because like this is a lot less serious, but I'm using an Apple beta right now on my MacBook. And I understand that betas have problems. You know, it's like taking my life yeah. into my own hands when I do a beta. I, I get that. Jesus but what, what Apple's Hello. done is they've changed fundamentally how browsers work what? in their latest or like two betas ago for yeah. Catalina, which is the operating system coming out in like a month. And it completely breaks Chrome. Chrome like doesn't work at least on my device I've read other people having it I don't know if it's universal like every beta and Chrome doesn't work but it's a lot of people and it seems like really petty like Apple Apple and Google are doing such petty things to each other right now and it just seems so like little boy childish like Chrome breaks in Mac OS. And so it's like, okay, fine. I'll use Safari. I don't care. Yeah. It's just a browser. I'm just going to go to web pages. Okay. I'm using Safari. I have a Google Meet call. Yep. Google Meet doesn't work <laughs> in Safari. Download Chrome or Firefox. It's like they're such petty children too. just competing over like walling in people. It's such a shitty experience for customers. And that's the only people who suffer. Apple doesn't care. Google doesn't care when they fuck over each other. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're trying to compete, but like we're the Google ones Meet. that suffer. Uh, like if you have a call, you send somebody a URL to Google Meet and it just works if you're in Chrome. If you're on anything else, it like just like you download Chrome and you're like, I just want to call. Like how hard is that? <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. This lock-in shit is like really petty. It feels like little boy arguing shit yeah. and it's just driving me crazy. <laughs> it's like, what? You're, you're not punishing each other you're punishing well, yeah and that's the, and maybe that's why tech got villainized is like it's always tedious petty stuff like this like it could work together but it doesn't it's because somebody made that choice it's shitty yep anyway um frederica said the words super pumped which is coincidentally <laughs> the, the name of mike isaac's yes, book that just came it. out <laughs> that was so good segue I, thank you um i'm gonna buy it um but before i buy it there's a free excerpt there's oh. a free excerpt on vanity okay. fair right now you can go read i highly recommend okay. it it is so entertaining oh, i can't wait it's about like travis's meltdown one of his meltdowns <laughs> and uh it happens uh first off when there's like this new executive that's showing data about how customers see the company versus how they see the company with travis oh, interesting. which is not good and then, so he's already upset. And then it's like the the same time that video of him slashing out at that driver oh, yeah. comes out. And this is like weeks before he, I think it's like four months before he ends up stepping mm-hmm. down. So I don't know. It was a really, really good like excerpt. I cannot wait to do this book. Oh, great. Well, it's like my next read. You so. can uh, you can review it for the, for the show because you're going to beat me to it. Sounds like. great. Um. Okay, well, is there any other important stories? Otherwise, I have to run away and start my Eastern time day. Next week, we'll actually have a list, but today I like, got out of bed and like trunged to my laptop, and then uh, here we are. I can tell you one thing that uh, is a bit interesting. So I got uh, my interesting experience with the Canadian uh, system of getting internet uh, in the last two weeks. This is why we were recording now, is because I didn't have internet for like 10 days. Uh, here, it's like a stupid duopoly situation. So like you have two choices for internet, right? Like that's it. Although most countries seem to have this problem, but here it's like Bell or Rogers. And there's a few other like smaller um, startups that do fiber and stuff here in Toronto. But I lucked out uh, and got a fiber connection 
because uh, they just ran it to my street. But my God, getting somebody to come and do it was outrageously hard. But the point of the story isn't any of that. It's that like the router that you get is always shit, right? Um, like whatever you get is probably going to be like pretty mediocre at least. Um, mine is a chonky boy. I'll put photos. It's like, it's hilarious. It's like you can barely pick it up with one hand. Um, and I ordered the Aero to like try it because the Wi-Fi is shit and all my all my stuff is in the mail. Holy shit, it's good. Um, I'm. I'll write about it maybe, but do you feel comfortable having Amazon own that's your That's the problem Wi-Fi? I have. So like I'm I'm trying it. I'm probably like I don't know. I, I needed it to get online. I will probably decide when um my stuff gets here. Because I have a bunch of like Wi-Fi gear in my boxes. Uh but who knows when that will show up. Uh yeah, that's the problem I have with it is like Amazon might know me. Um right now they haven't merged the back ends together. So like my the privacy policy has nothing about Amazon. Um there's no login, but I'm sure at some point they'll merge them just like Nest and Google. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think like, oh, it stresses me out. I don't know that. I. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 but it's the thing I like you have Google Wi-Fi as well. Like I don't, it's, it's hard because like, I know I don't trust any of them. That's the thing. And I wonder, I think it would be really, I don't know. The reason I'm willing to try it is like, I think it'd be really dumb to Hoover up data from that. And I think that one mistake with that would mean that nobody will ever buy it again and i think that's why it's probably okay but that is not particularly like reassuring is it um no but i well and that's like yeah what's our isps scooping oh yeah like i worry there's so many places that your internet traffic hits yeah so what's really cool about the arrow though is it has built-in ad blocking at the network level uh which i'm excited about (laughs) uh yeah i was thinking about that actually because i mean i'm i've been using my ipad way more Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm going crazy over the youtube um ads that i'm getting oh my god yeah and you can pay them now right but like it's pretty steep if you're not doing it full time yeah oh i watch copious amounts of youtube maybe you should just subscribe and get rid of the ads yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. That's my recommendation, but, you know, you do you. Uh, you can install a network level ad blocker, though. I had one. It's called Pie Hole. Look into it. Um, but we'll talk about... Pie yeah, hole. I know. It's a terrible name, but I love it as well. Um, let's talk about Aero again next week. I just installed it, like, last night, but it's a pretty impressive. Like, I can I can pull maybe six, 700 down over the Wi-Fi where I couldn't do anything barely before. Uh, like, what's the point of fiber if you don't can't get most of it on your devices um yeah right. so we'll see it's so overpriced though so aero isn't even in europe yet which is weird um so overpriced it's 300 dollars is the base price just for the entry level one um i have to ask though is it weird for being a san francisco based startup to not have launched in other countries oh, yeah, that's true. they just recently launched in canada i was like wow how diverse <laughs> congratulations it's, it's, you did the bare minimum it's hard yeah, it's hard when you start a startup and your focus customer is the customers around you mm. and immediately available to you. Well, yeah. And from what you know in your experience, and then you go to expand and you're like, oh, th- this this product is not a universal experience. Yeah, and it also like work Europe is a goddamn nightmare uh, in terms of like customization and like right. languages and laws and stuff. So I kind of like after yeah. having lived there, I have to say I have a bit more sympathy, but like still, come on, cut your bullshit. You're, you're owned by Amazon now. Uh, 
Yeah, throw money at it. Yeah, like just throw money and like translate it and let people buy it. Um, anyway, I'll report back yeah. if it's any good, but so far I'm pretty impressed. Uh, or just release it in English. All people yeah, that, here in Europe speak But that's the problem is like you can do that in some countries, but in like France, it, I think the law is that you can't. But then again, it's in Canada, so it's already in French, sort of. <laughs> also, they can, French people can go fuck themselves then. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry no, I'm if joking, you're offended. No, uh, it, <laughs> I'm joking! Uh, oh dear i like how owen says france yeah yeah. (laughs) all i know is baguettes um so it is the croissant is it all about (laughs) all the butter and the croissant you know what this is degraded into just like wait (laughs) hold on earlier this year i went to paris for the first time from amsterdam and I'm really disappointed in the Dutch bread now. Wow. Yeah, you're right. The, the French Dutch bread, bread is so mediocre. <laughs> and like Dutch butter is really good. Yeah. It's not French butter, but it's, it's also very good. No, it's French butter just has more salt in it. But the bread is so superior. And you're like, wait, we live so close. I know Why what can't we're we doing have this there. It's crazy. Like we do have d- good Dutch bread, but you should never buy it from okay. a supermarket. Like well, I have a bakery near me, but like it's it's not French bread. Like no, you're right. That shit was incredible. You're probably anyway. No, I love I love under the I hood. Love, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I'll I'll put show, show notes this week. Next week we'll have a bit more of an organized agenda since we're like distributed now. But thank you for listening and chargepodcast.com. We should put the Discord link so people can actually get in. Actually, I put the Discord link every time, Owen. Oh well, it's just it, Spotify then. doesn't pull through with the anchor hyperlinks so it's just they should fix that unfortunately i cannot ask them to fix it anymore but they should fix that let's tweet at them anyway tweet us at charge tech or or uh, other twitter handles which are also on the website thank you so much for listening bye bye biscuit Bye. bye Ready, let's play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, I have like transferred to playing Rust now for a while. Oh shit, is it good? <laughs> it's really good.